The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And you can now listen to and watch the Exxon Radio Show 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year at www.xzonetv.com. Have you ever asked yourself the question, who am I and why am I here? Well, my guest this hour, Don Lubov, is going to try and help explain this to us. Don is an author, artist, and teacher has been reading, writing, and living a Zen-based existence since his enlightenment in 1971 at age 30. Through a total surrender to the present, he learned how to accept his nows. This led to an immediate awakening from his dream existence in the 3D world of duality and a remembrance of his true original self. Since this awakening, he has been gratefully celebrating all his subsequent nows. It was, a, it was at this time that Don began writing notes about his awakening. Two years later, in 1973, he read his first Zen book and found a name for what, he, for what had taken place in August of 1971. That name was Zen. Twelve years of teaching art and design on university level and 39 years as a professional artist, coupled with 30 years of writing his own Zen-type uh, Books led to his first book, Long Island Zen, Volume 1. Now, this was followed three years later by Long Island Zen, Volume 2. His most recent book, Who Am I and Why Am I Here?, is the text for his classes on Zen and spirituality offered at three locations. Joining me now is Don Lubov. And Don, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It's... It's it's the awakening that everyone is seeking, as I understand it. How do people get to this point where they have that aha moment and they are made aware of this great awakening that happened to you in 1970? Well, they get there through various forms, usually, of meditation, mm-hmm. um, both formal and informal. Uh, The one that I use is totally informal. It's your daily life, and it becomes your meditation to the point where you wake up to um, your divinity within. 
All right, Don, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Stand by. We'll be back because I've always wanted to know who am I and why am I here? Maybe today you can help me answer these questions. Don, Don Lubov is our special guest, Exxon Nation, www.donlubov.com. That's D-O-N-L-U-B-O-V.com. And Don has a blog website, Spirit Shower. No, I'm sorry, spiritshare.net. That's spiritshare.net. And Don and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x. ZBN.net. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both Don look Lubav is our guest, and uh, Don, and I was wondering, wondering if you could share with Visit us XBCN. your enlightenment. for more information sure. about when to listen. It certainly was... Uh mind-boggling, to say the least. Um, it's not something I was working towards at the time. I wasn't connected to a monastery of any sort or studying in any particular way or even meditating. I just was in the middle of a solo uh, hiking and backpacking trip across country. And... Uh, 
I was visiting friends in Albuquerque, and one day when I was in their home all by myself, um, I realized something very, very unusual was happening. And what was that? Well, um, it got really quiet. I mean, a surreal kind of quiet where all of a sudden I didn't hear people outside walking. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear any birds chirping. There wasn't a sound. And um, <clears throat> then I noticed that a chair in the room had disappeared. And the clock on the mantel, which read 12 noon, then disappeared. And then little, very quickly, objects in the room began to disappear. And then the walls, the ceiling, the entire room disappeared. And then I realized that my body had gone too. And all that was left was my consciousness. And with that, um, it was all replaced by this white, very warm, comforting light. And then a voice kicked in, which really caught me by surprise. Uh, I had to even remind myself that I had no physical ears, and yet I was hearing this voice talk to me. And what, and, did, what did the voice say? Well, it told me that uh, although I may have thought that love was a kind of thing between two people or a person and something. It was that um, love is really an unconditional thing, mm -hmm. and God and love are the same thing. It's not a distant thing, like God is, is, is an entity or an energy that loves you. It's God and love are the same thing. And uh, which was really an eye opener. And uh, then it told me some other things like um, uh, when you have a physical awakening, a spiritual awakening, an epiphany, whatever you want to call it, um, that you realize right down to your bones that you're part of something greater than yourself. It's a real double whammy. Uh, that's the first part. Um, and if that doesn't knock your socks off, then the second part kicked in, which said that um, not only are you a part of something greater than yourself, you are that thing greater than yourself. And that was 39 years ago, uh, pretty much 39 years ago tomorrow. And it's still like it happened yesterday. How did it change? How did the the enlightenment change your life? Well, uh, as a result of that, um, at the end of it, I realized it had taken thirty mini minutes of linear time. So it wasn't really a quick thing, but it was so life enhancing. I mean, it reduced the bulk of any stress I'd ever had for the rest of my life, took away any loneliness I might have had, and given me a purpose and meaning, uh, which became actually, ultimately, a new career for me in spirituality. Writing and lecturing mm -hmm. and teaching and so on. Um, it's, it's something I never planned on doing, but... Um, uh, I came up with a six-step path to help others 
get to this same place. And the sixth step, the last one, is to celebrate life forever. And you do that in service to others. The more you give back, the more you get. I was talking to uh, somebody before going on air today, and they were telling me about a, a doctor at a very prominent hospital who gave back to that hospital one million dollars. And when the doctor uh, was when the doctor was asked by a member of the media why he did that, he said because over the years the hospital had given to me, and it was my turn to give back. Wow, that's great. That's as it should be. You know, and we don't hear this very often where where people will actually give back to those that have given to them. And, and I love you the example that you gave where you give back to life because life has given to you. Tell me about this 4,500-mile cross-country trip that you did. Solo, well, I might add. It was 1971, and I had been teaching art full-time at a university in North Carolina. And my contract ended. So I had no contract, no attachments of any kind, uh, whether for work or social. And I kept feeling this pull west. And I pretty much am one to go along with my intuition and follow Mm -hmm. my heart, even though uh, often it doesn't make sense. So I said, well, I'm 29 um, with no attachment, so now when am I ever going to go? Yes. So I uh, read a survival manual and got some backpacking and uh, went out on the uh, highway on the East Coast and stuck my thumb out and took my chances, not knowing how far I was going or for how long. And it turned out to be um, four months going cross-country and four years away total. What was your greatest feeling of accomplishment on this on this trek? Well, it had to be this enlightenment. Do you I think mean, that this was what the trek was all about, to prepare you I, for this enlightenment? Oh, with, you're, you're absolutely right. I think so without me realizing it mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, that was it. I had to leave everything I knew, mm-hmm. give it all up, and go to something that was just totally unknown. What was it like for you in the beginning of this trek? How did you feel? Uncertain? No excitement? Um... You got it, a mixture of both. I mean, my first night out, uh, I didn't realize you have to make camp before dark. So I started uh, putting together my campsite, Mm -hmm. and it got dark, and I couldn't see one thing from the other. So I just fell asleep on top of my tent instead of in it. And when I woke up in the morning, I found out that the ants had had their way with me. Oh, no. It was their breakfast. So So, that was my first uh, learning from being on the road. Make camp before dark. What were the people like that you happened to meet in your quest, on on your trek? Absolutely wonderful. 
Did they teach uh, you anything about life? Oh, yeah. Wherever I went, um, no matter how materially uh, poor somebody mm -hmm. may have been or a group, they always shared. I mean, the minute they found out I was on the road, um, it was just, well, come on in, sit down and have some lemonade or all we got is this pot of beans. Would you like some? It's um, sharing and caring. It was wonderful. Who is the most interesting person that you met on your trek? Oh, boy. Well, I got a double answer, I guess, okay. to that. One is meeting my real self in the Enlightenment, finding out there's more to us than is detectable by the five senses, our true inner mm -hmm. self. But aside from that, um, well, let's see. I met some pretty colorful Mexican drug dealers. <laughs> I met a Hell's Angel. Uh -huh. um, I went to Buckminster Fuller's place. He's the guy who invented the geodesic dome. Uh, I met a lot of truckers. Uh, boy, you know, I think if you're open to it, almost anybody you meet has a story to tell and something to share. But I suppose if I had to narrow it down to one, there was a guy named C.W. Malloy. Mm -hmm. And he was in New Mexico. Um, I got lost in the Gila National Forest out of food, out of water, out of direction. And I had already realized it was time to cozy up to death, that I wasn't getting out of there. 3.3 million acres of rugged country, uh, triple-digit heat by the day, freezing at night, and I didn't know where I was. And I was just lying next to this old logging road in the middle of the forest, um, as I say, waiting to just die. And I heard this mechanical sound in the distance. And I could hardly stand up. I was so exhausted. This was after almost a week of wandering around with almost no food and, and I was out of water. All right, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a bit of a uh, a cliffhanger because I've got to take my news break. Please stand by, Don. Sure. Don Lubov is our special guest this hour, ExoNation. His website, www.donlubov.com. And he also has a, a blog site at www.spiritshare.net. And Don and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. 
Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Don Lubov is our special guest. www.donlubov.com. That's D O N L U B O V.com. And his blog site, spiritshare.net. Don, before the news, we were you were telling us about uh, being lost in this massive. Uh, area in New Mexico, and and then you then you heard a mechanical sound in the distance. Yeah, it was an old battered pickup truck, and uh, um, I did my best to stand up right in the middle of the old dirt road, mm-hmm. figuring either I'm going to get a ride or I'm going to get run over. But either way, I'm a I'm a goner if he doesn't pick me up. And sure enough, this old desert rat picked me up, and uh, he lives out in the middle of nowhere because he was always fighting the demon alcohol, he called uh. it. And once a month, once every 30 days, he went to town for supplies, and this was the day. And he told me if I had been by the road the day before or the day after, nobody would have come by. He was the only one who lived out there, and I would have died. So I had one chance in 30 of finding that road at that day. How long did you stay with him? Um, actually, only one day. He took me to Silver City, New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, and deposited me in front of an old hotel um, that a friend of his ran. And I couldn't even make it up the steps into the hotel. I was so exhausted. So his friend carried my pack and dragged me up. And uh, that was just one of 50 chapters in... Did you get the uh, book cover I sent you, Memoirs of a Boomer? Yes, we did. Okay. Uh, There are 50 chapters in there. The first 16 have to do with going cross-country, and one of them is about this um, getting saved in the Gila. Mm-hmm. Hale National Forest. Uh, one thing I probably should make clear that one of the most important things that I learned with that enlightenment is that life does have a purpose, and that purpose is a spiritual one, a conscious union with our Creator while still in the physical body. That was probably, you know. That's something I've based my writings and teachings on ever since. Well, maybe you could give us your general description or what you believe spirituality to mean. Sure. Spirituality is a lot of things, but mainly it's a non-sectarian path to enlightenment. You could be a believer Mm -hmm. in religion, a follower of religion, and still get involved with spirituality. 
You could be an atheist and be involved with spirituality. It just helps to uncover that there's more to us than meets the eye. Uh, it leads you to a connectedness to all life, a larger reality. It, um, it guides you to discovering the divinity within you, which is really your true self. Um, I'll give you, a, uh, I'll, I'll explain it by uh, comparison. All right. While religion is based on knowing about God, and the key word is about, spirituality is based on knowing God on a personal level. Now, you don't have to use the word God. I mean, it could be cosmic consciousness, universal force, uh, energy, mm -hmm. nature. People have all different names for this source. Um, but I suppose God is the most popular one. It's an energy without a name and without a form. So we get to give it any name we want and picture it in any form we want. I mean, Michelangelo painted the Sistine ceiling and he made God an old man with a beard. Um, to Hindus, he looks God looks entirely different. But um, the big thing would be, um, and I don't mean to put religion down, because mm -hmm. religion's got some wonderful things going for it, and it can be a great path to enlightenment. But it's usually exclusive. It says there's us and there's them. Spirituality is inclusive. It says all life is precious. And uh, religion is often based on external things, and spirituality is internal. So I hope that gives you some idea of um, some definitions of it. It's a mystical experience that an individual has, and each one of us is programmed for success. It's in our DNA to have such an awakening. Tell me this. Why should, in your opinion, people be interested in spirituality? Well, it's everyone's destiny. And if you don't do anything to consciously pursue this, um, which is the result of an inner craving, you'll never really know true peace um, until you satisfy this craving, which, for which there's no substitute. Uh, it just wants a conscious union with Source. Nothing else leads to complete inner peace. That's why you have people, uh, especially our celebrities, mm -hmm where they have youth and talent and looks and money, power, connections. They have everything going for them, we think. And then you find out this one's addicted to drugs, that one's an alcoholic, this one uh, committed suicide. It's because no matter how much success you have in every area of life, until you've opened the door to find your spiritual roots, you just don't get 100% inner peace. It's, it's our sixth sense, and it's not given too much credit. We rely in the physical, three-dimensional world of duality on our physical senses, our five senses. But those senses are not geared to things spiritual. It's our intuition and our heart that guide us in the right direction.
Tell me, Don, what what is your six-step path? Well, it's been refined and used successfully over the last 39 years. Mm-hmm. Step one is to observe yourself without judgment. And the key to that is without judgment. You become your own science project, let's say. You observe yourself. Maybe you see yourself getting angry. Maybe Mm -hmm. you see yourself getting happy or sad or whatever it is. You begin to watch yourself almost as though you're watching a film and get to really know yourself, but without judgment. And we're taught to judge. Mm -hmm. You're... Uh, driving along, somebody cuts you off, road rage cuts, cuts in, and now you cut them off. They, they bring anger into your life, you get angry. Well, we do that out of habit after many, many years. Now we have to build a new habit of not reacting, not being reactive, but watching ourselves. What in Zen and in Buddhism they call mindfulness, become very, very aware of who we are and how we behave. So if you see yourself getting angry, you now don't get angry at yourself for having got ang- get, gotten angry. That would be a double whammy. You just simply observe yourself without judgment. The degree to which we judge ourselves is the degree to which we judge others. Once you begin to see yourself and how you behave without judgment, mm-hmm begin to treat yourself more tenderly, more kindly, more lovingly, and now you do that with the rest of the world. Then you begin to forgive yourself for being less than perfect, which you have to because none of us is perfect. Then the degree to which you forgive yourself is the degree to which you can forgive others. Next thing you know, you begin to accept you for who you are. I mean, if you look at yourself and you see you're five foot nine, but you always wanted to be six feet, you've got a problem. Once you accept the fact that you are five feet nine, it's no longer a problem. Once you accept everything, the flaws and weaknesses that we're all born with, the imperfections, you begin to accept life as it presents itself. That is consciously being on the path to enlightenment. And once you've observed and forgiven and accepted yourself and others, you now are open to the only real love in the universe, and that's unconditional love, which means without conditions. Then you awaken from your dream, and you find out this whole world of duality, this physical three-dimensional world, is a school, a school of hard knocks. But there's much more to us than meets the eye, the physical eye. Down deep, we are actually non-physical. We're spirit. Mm -hmm. And this kind of thing was finally supported by uh, physics in the 20th century with quantum physics. But in any case, back to the six-step path, step six is celebrate life forever. And you celebrate it by sharing and caring and serving others. When you serve others, you serve yourself because you finally discovered that all is one. When you serve others, you are serving yourself. So how do you serve others? You serve others with anything as simple as 
a smile, yeah. um, uh, a helping hand. It doesn't have to be something uh, major. Um, you could just um, be tender or a sympathetic ear when somebody needs it, be there when someone needs it. You can do something overt, like setting up a soup kitchen. But you can also just be the smile that someone needs. As quantum physics has proven, mm -hmm. we affect the world in which we live. Or as Gandhi said, yes. become the change you wish to see in the world. If you want a less violent world, become less violent. You want a more loving world, become more loving. And you may not see the entire world change, but the world around you is going to change noticeably. You see, I've got this philosophy, Don, that life is very simple. Humanity complicates it. Boy, are you right on. Uh, I tell people about the six-step path when I introduce it. Mm -hmm. I said it may seem very simplistic, and actually it is. Uh, but we are complex. Yeah. We make it difficult for ourselves. But as Aristotle said, the unexamined worth living. So you do have to examine your life. Based on what you've learned and your enlightenment and the your Zen-based way of life, what do you what do you believe happens to us when this mortal existence of ours ceases? Uh, when we what's what's called in Buddhism drop the body, the part of us that was there before we were born, before mm -hmm. we took a body, spirit, non-physical, that remains. And that really gets to understand what we didn't understand while we were in the physical body unless we made the effort to wake up while in the physical body. My, my classes that I teach are six one-and-a-half-hour sessions, and it's amazing what people can wake up to in nine hours. Um, we can just touch the surface here mm -hmm. in this amount of time we have, but I taught hundreds of people this uh, six-step path, and I've gotten a hundred percent of feedback of um, success that their lives are better uh, for having been exposed to it. But whether it's my path or someone else's. There are hundreds of paths out there, um, all geared to the same thing. But how does somebody know that the person that they're listening to actually knows what he's talking about, like you do, Don? I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to think about that, that answer. We have to take our break. Exonation, Don Lubov is our special guest www.donlubov.com that's D-O-N-L-U-B-O-V.com and his blog site is www.spiritshare.net Don and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up tonight here in the Exxon where on the Talk Star Radio Network Exxon Broadcast Network and of course UK High Definition Radio Euro High Definition Radio and Star Cable. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Don Lubov is my special guest this hour. www.donlubov.com That's D-O-N-L-U-B-O-V.com And his uh, blog site is spiritshare.net Don, great having you with us. So, what's your answer to my question? Um, to your question. Yeah, before we went to the commercial break. I'm trying to remember what you. <laughs> All right, listen. You know what? That may have that may have taken a little bit too uh, too long. What would you like to What would you like to share with our listeners? What would you like to leave? Well, the, the I'd world like to with let me? them know where they can get my book okay. if they want to read more in detail. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Uh, one book is Memoirs of a Boomer, and that's on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. The other, you mentioned, Who Am I and Why Am I Here? And that's also on Amazon.com. So, um, tell, so tell me, did you ever find out why we are here? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, it's a little complex, but yes. We, are, in a way, we're here to discover why we're here. Because our source wishes to know itself. And it, knows, it learns to know itself through us. That's why um, there is such a thing as the physical plane. Mm-hmm. When a non-physical entity, a spirit, comes to the physical plane, it accepts mortality, it accepts limitations, it becomes physical. And on this plane, it learns about all different things, fear and competition and uh, violence and all about life. And then when you drop the body, it has learned, and now it goes back to source, and all is enriched from the experiences it has had. Couldn't we just learn all this from the people who had already been on this on the on this plane, and so we wouldn't have to go through this process, which to many people, especially in these times, are very hard. 
true, but it is a personal journey that you have to go through. You can't do it through someone else. Someone else can guide you Mm -hmm. and help you, but you actually have to go through it yourself. This is how we end up grateful at the end, appreciating what we do have. Adam and Eve lived in paradise, Mm -hmm. but it meant nothing to them. So they got booted out, and then they realized what they'd lost. Don, I hate to do this, my new friend, but you and I have to say so long for now. I want to thank you very much for joining us. A great pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Oh, I look forward to it, too. you got a great show. Thank you very much, Don. ExoNation Don Lubov, www.donlubov.com. And uh, he's, his blog site is spiritshare.net. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'd like to thank all our affiliates and networks around the world for making sure that you are listening to us on your AM, FM radio band, on your satellite radio, on your car, your boat, wherever you are. Thank you to them, and thank you to you, the members of the XO Nation. So until tomorrow night, always remember to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone.